welcome to another episode of Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. My name is Albert. Uh, welcome to this podcast. This podcast is pretty much an extension to uh, the two other podcasts I have, The Stuff and Junk Show, as well as Spoilers, Please. And for this episode, we are going to cover, or this I am going to cover, the San Diego Comic Con 2018. So here, without further ado, I'm just going to go straight to the interviews, as well as the question of the week. By the way, the question of the week is... If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? All right, so here we go. Here are all the uh, the audio recordings I did at the Comic-Con in San Diego. Hey, everybody. By now, you should know that every summer, I go to San Diego for the San Diego Comic-Con International. And this year is no exception. There was very, it was very close. I almost wasn't able to get in here, but... I'm here at Comic-Con, and this is actually my 25th year going to Comic-Con. That's a quarter of a century. Incredible. I'm such a nerd, aren't I? But anyways, so here I am at Comic-Con. The first thing I did, or at least tried to do, is get a ticket to get a photo op with the Millennium Falcon. They had the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon over here, and you get to even dress up and take a photo in it. And that would be pretty cool, but I figured that this going to be a very hot ticket. Uh, so I will try every day to try and get a ticket to get the photo op, and hopefully I'll be able to get one. If not, oh well, that's fine. But yeah, so the next thing I did was walk the show floor. So I'm going to walk the show floor right now, and I'm going to also go visit Artist Alley, because I know a certain someone who has a, who has a table over there. So I'm going to go say hi to him, and he will be the very first person that I'm going to ask the question of the event, which is... What will you do if you had the Infinity Gauntlet? Or at least, what is the first thing you would do if you had the Infinity Gauntlet? All right, so here I go, walking the show floor at preview night for Comic-Con 2018. I'm here at the uh, San Diego Comic-Con International 2018, and who am I with? Donnie Tran. Uh, Donnie Tran of what? Of Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> I sound aggressive, but Donnie's my friend here. He's at DonnieDTran.com. He oh, is an artist for Aspen Comics. That kind of stuff. That's, Come on. That's a great intro. That's I should have you have I should have you be my uh, hype man for every single show. If you remember, Donnie was in one of my previous San Diego Comic Con uh, podcast episodes. But I figured I should ask him the first question of the week, which is the only question of the week actually. But he's the first person I'm asking it to. And the question is. What would be your first wish if you had the Infinity Gauntlet? More in and out locations. Really? Yeah, if you knew me. Yeah, really. <laughs> that works for me. More in and out for everybody. Yay! Thank you for your time. And where, again, can people find you online? Yes, they can find me at www.donnydtran.com. And that's Donnie with a Y. Not naive. There you go. Sounds good. Enjoy the rest of your Comic Con. And you too. Thank you. All right. Bye. So I'm kind of out here at the uh, convention center. Preview night just ended. Although I think we could have just stuck around in like 30 more minutes. Pretty sure until security kicked us out. Right. I am here right now with some of the grand geeks. Uh, who are you? I am Catherine. I've been. And this is Jeff on behalf of Andy Comics. This is Zach, animator, illustrator, and creative director. So now I'm going to ask them the question of the weekend. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you're going to want to do? Can I pass? Come back to me. Come back. Why, I'd use the time jib and I'd get inside of the front of all the lines for all the exclusives. Simple as that. 
That's such a nerd answer, but okay. I know. Uh, snap uh, Moon Knight into the reality of the MCU. Wow. wow. Stop that. Okay. I'd use the time stone to go back, and we were talking about the Library of Alexandria earlier, to go back and save the Library of Alexandria. Okay. All right. That's the, yeah. So uh, go ahead and plug your site again. Huh? Plug your site. My name is Catherine. I am the social media team leader for the Grand Gate Catherine. And where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catherine Mudgway. It's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-M-U-D-G-W-A-Y, all lowercase. Jeff? And this is Jeff. On behalf of Any Comics, you can find me either on uh, GrandGeekGathering.com. You can also find me on Facebook. You can also find me as, on Twitter as the Redheaded Lantern. And you can find me on Instagram. Zach? I'm the creative director for GEG, so any new stuff we're redesigning everything you can find on our website and you can find me at Z-A-C-S-H-I-R-K on Instagram I'm an animator and illustrator thank you for your time guys enjoy the rest of Comic Con thank you yeah <laughs> so Comic Con night is over but I'm still with other people I know to ask him the question of the weekend who am I with? this is Romel and Daya. I'm from Romex Productions if you remember correctly, I had Romel for one of the episodes a while back about filmmaking. Yeah. But now I'm going to get to ask him the question of the weekend. Um, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you're going to do? Oh my gosh, it put me on the spot. Let's see. Uh, if I had the Infinity Gauntlet, um, I guess I would like, give myself superpowers? Or that's not really a good one, right? That's good, but I mean, I figured the Infinity Gauntlet wants more specific answer to that. Oh. More specific. Because uh, if you think about it, you've got to go, okay, power turned to a frog. You don't want that. <laughs> I guess I would have the power to have um, people be nice to each other. Okay, that's a very beauty pageant answer. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't go for the travel back in time, Romel. Oh gosh. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm, it's the end of the night, so... Yeah. See, uh, Albert knows me. <laughs> he knows that I love time travel. So I should have I said that. Because that, that would actually also be my answer. But, but yeah, Doctor Who tomorrow, a Thursday morning. That's what I'm going to go for. Thanks, Romel. Thank you. What are your plans for the rest of the Comic-Con? Uh, just like trying to see if uh, Lego is going to sell their Voltron Lego system. So hopefully I, I can like snag that up. That's the priority. But um, other than that, just like reunion with all the Comic-Con people. Right. Uh, speaking of Voltron, there was a shirt I saw on the show floor that's pretty cute. It's Voltron without the left arm because the green line is on the ground uh, drinking water. Oh, I, I didn't see that. Where is that? I will tell you where it is, but I don't remember the name. But okay. it's, it's somewhere in Hall D, D or C. Oh, it's okay. like somewhere in the middle. I wanted to get the shirt, but they didn't have it in my collar. So I'm like, oh, I kind of want that shirt. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, 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 I want to see it. Show it to me. <laughs> I, should, I should have taken a picture. All right. Um, Wednesday night out. Thursday Comic Con coming up very soon. All right. Day one officially of San Diego Comic Con. Um, kind of came in later than expected, which I have no excuse because normally Wednesday nights I do the whole uh, karaoke Comic Con party, but I decided not to do it because I was supposed to get some sleep early. So I can be in Hall H line earlier and that didn't happen. But luckily enough, I was able to get into Hall H right before the Predator panel started. And the Predator panel is kind of weird because there's a lot of like irreverent kind of discussions in the beginning about like 
who can beat the Predator and whatnot. But the clips they show was actually pretty cool because it, it definitely shows that it's a Shane Black movie. It's uh, irrever irreverent humor, that kind of thing. But for the most part, it's a, it's a fun panel. It kind of seemed aimless at first, but eventually, when once they start talking about the movie, it actually made more sense. But yeah, I'm, even, I'm more excited to watch The Predator now after seeing that. But yeah, day one of Comic-Con uh, is ongoing now. And looks like I'm going to be exhausted by the end of the day. All right. The BBC America of Doctor Who panel just ended, and they first introduced the, uh, the new cast, plus, the, the, more importantly, the new Doctor, Jodie Whittaker. Um, gotta say, I'm very impressed. I wasn't sure what to expect, but I gotta say, she is the Doctor. I think she completely won me over from the opening clip that they had in the beginning. She is the Doctor. Oh, I am so excited for this new season, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, I'm a loss of words. I, I'm just like, to tell you the truth, I got, I got, kind of got emotional. This is history in the making. It's the first female doctor, and I think it's gonna be amazing. I know they were trying to avoid spoilers, but I think one of the biggest spoilers actually came from from the showrunner. Um, he said that this is gonna be a good starting point for people who have never seen Doctor Who. Which me and the fact that it's going to be 10 standalone episodes. Which essentially means that it's not going to try and tie in too much to the previous seasons. So a lot of new villains, they said. And um, yeah, it, it might be just a Monster of the Week kind of series, a season. But I think we'll be okay. And another thing, another thing too is, it's like kind of like a spoiler, but not really, I guess. Is that this is going to be an ensemble piece. Uh, as opposed to Capaldi's seasons where it's really focused on him a lot more than an ensemble piece. This seems like it's trying to harken back to the Matt Smith era where it was like uh, uh, the 11th Rory and, and, and Amy. So yeah, it, it should be good. It should be good. A good start. But I think, I think from that point on, we'll definitely be gearing up for season two. Yeah, but anyways, another hoop panel. Very, very happy. Um, I've never been to Doctor Who panel in Comic-Con before because usually it's on a Sunday morning and the Whovians are usually camping overnight. But Thursday, Hall H is always a good place to enter for Hall H. And yeah, I got in and I was able to experience history in the making. Doctor Who, fantastic. Oh, it's a trivia. No, 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 this isn't trivia. This isn't trivia. Okay, ready. Okay, I'm over here at the Xenoscope booth here at San Diego Comic-Con. And who am I with? This is Red Agent, but I'm Katrina generally in real life. All right. Uh, Alice from Alice in Wonderland, the Grim series, Grim Fairy Tales. Cool. So now I'm going to ask you the question of the week. The question is, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you will do? What would I do? What would you do? What is your first wish? First. It could be anything, because you have the Infinity Gauntlet. I would. I would stop the polar ice caps from melting. <laughs> Truly. That's a good one. Thank you. I know. <laughs> How about yourself? I would create my own Thor's hammer and take all the powers in the world and, yeah, be a badass woman. Now, as a geek, Thor's hammer can't really do that, but since you have the Infinity Gauntlet, you can do whatever you want. So that's a perfect answer. Thank you. Thank you. Now, tell, tell people, the listeners, where they can find you online. 
All right, you can visit us at Zenoscope Entertainment Incorporation. So Zenoscope Entertainment. You can check out all of our comic series. We have some badass woman characters. Grim Fairy Tales, Van Helsing, Robin Hood. So make sure to check us out. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. You too. <laughs> I'm over here at the fan base press booth with my friend Barbara. How's it going? Not too bad, Albert. How are you? Good, 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 good. So I have to ask you the question of the week. It is, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what would be the first thing you do? I would take it off because I don't think anyone should have amassed that much power. It's coming, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer, but you can always wish that nobody could have the gauntlet. That's true. That's very true. But, uh, but no, I, I don't think I would need or want that much power. Yes. Yeah. All right. Very, very, very nice answer, actually. Totally unexpected. So where, where can people once again find you online? Absolutely. You can find Fanbase Press at fanbasepress.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything except MySpace. Except MySpace. This is the second time today I heard MySpace reference, and I'm like, is MySpace back or something? Making a comeback. It is. But not for us, but for other people, maybe. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Albert. Appreciate it. I'm over here at the Comic-Con Museum booth, which I didn't even know Comic-Con's going to have a museum. Who am I with? Oh, oh do I just talk about it or something? Oh, here, who, who am I with? Oh, Janeiro Rodriguez. Now, tell me about this Comic-Con Museum. So, the Comic-Con Museum is actually opening up in 2020. It's going to be in Baboa Park. It's, um, <laughs> uh, it's taking over the Hall of Champions right next to the Aerospace Museum. It's like 68,000 um, square, yeah, square feet. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. You passed the test, but I mean, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to give you a question of the week. It's uh, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, which gives you the power of God, what will be the first thing you do? Take over the world. Can you be more specific? I'm not too sure what it does, so <laughs> probably just take over the world. If you were in charge of the world, what would, what would be the first thing you would do? That's a good question. I... I don't know. I'd probably go shopping. Honestly. <laughs> probably go shopping. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough answer. Thank you very much for your time. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Nebula. Nebula. You saw uh, cosplayer as Nebula? No. Well, she's cosplaying as Tangirl, but her name is Nebula. Well, her, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm still here at the show floor, and who am I with? Evan. Harrison. Hi, Evan. Um, so, how is Comic-Con so far? I know you said you went to the good place. Tell me about the good place thing. Uh, Comic-Con's been pretty good so far. Uh, yeah, I did the good place off-site. Um, it was a really long wait, but uh, you get in the room, or the first room, and they show um, a video with uh, uh, Michael and Janet and Bad Janet and telling you that you're in the good place and um, where, why you're there. And, and, and then they release you into a courtyard and there's a bunch of people, uh, uh, people that live in the neighborhood of, at the good place, and they they scan your RFID uh, wristband, and they uh, they you know call people you know call people by your names, and some people they say you're a different name and you're a different profession. Um, maybe that's everyone. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, basically, everyone's like improving and. Uh, I, I met my soulmate. A woman came up to me and said that she was my soulmate, and then started reading me a Jane Austen novel. Um, there was a someone who may or may not have been from the bad place there. Um, there was someone teaching uh, the trolley. Uh, uh, what's the what's the thing? Oh, the question the thing. Trolley problem. Yeah, he was he was going over that and teaching philosophy, and 
uh, moral and ethics and stuff. This sounds pretty elaborate. How long is this whole thing? Uh, it was 12 minutes. Uh, 12 minutes long, yeah, from start to finish. Uh, and then there's Janet making announcements over the neighborhood and um, certain things happen. I don't want to give it away in case there are, you know, uh, people, you know, well, by the time they listen to this, I guess it would be over. But um, and it, they end up finding out that, well, no, I don't want to spoil the show. <laughs> right, but, but I mean, you waited two and a half hours. Yeah. I can see why it took so long. Yeah, they, they let in people in groups. Uh, it started as 20, ended up being 35 uh, to make the line move. And uh, yeah, everybody's just kind of in a courtyard and interacting with actors and, and people and stuff. So it, it was pretty cool. They gave us spoons for yogurt instead of actual yogurt and coupons for four ounces of free yogurt. Um, I think there was some other, there was some guy that gave out pins uh, for the bad place um, that I tried to get and couldn't get one. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty elaborate. It was, and there was, there was like set, it was kind of like set like the show. It was like the neighborhood. There was the yogurt store. There was a yogurt store called the Suggestion of Yogurt, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, and everything fits was in there, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was interesting. If you're really if you're a fan of the show, it was pretty interesting. And if you're not a fan of the show, do check out the show. It's really good. Yeah, go and watch it. Just stop now. Go watch all of the episodes, and you're 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 welcome. Now, as I do, I love to ask everybody the question of the week. It is: If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? That's a good question. The first thing I would do, hmm, I would probably get rid of Trump. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Stop existing. Just gone. You mean snap of fingers? Yeah. Him and all of the people that support him. Just gone. All right. Thank you for the time. Where can people find you online? I'm the Real Concert King on Instagram and YouTube and uh, Al the Killer on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you very much. It is currently 3 p.m. here at the San Diego Comic Con, and I can say that I have officially walked all of the show floor, all, I don't know, was it 62 aisles or something like that, <laughs> combined from what I did last night at preview night. But hey, I finally walked in. I'm sure there's some boots that I really went straight past it and I may have want to have checked it out but I don't know it's uh it is exhausting there's a lot of people okay now I'm gonna walk other places like outside stuff alrighty then I'm currently at Hall C right now here at the Anaheim Convention Anaheim Convention Center that's WonderCon uh Sandio Comic Con here and who am I with? Kira in Fizzgig and well, who is the little one's name? Fizzgig. Yeah, there's a little, well, I don't want to say hand, hand puppet, but it's from the Dark Crystal. It's so cute. Thank you. Did you make it yourself? I did, yes, from scratch. How long did it take? About a month. A month? That's pretty impressive, actually. Thank you. What is the material off the face? Um, yarn. That's yarn. Yes. That's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you the question of the week. Okay. Um, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? Oh, goodness. I'd probably get a Dr. Pepper right now. <laughs> okay. That's another answer I've never heard of yet, but good stuff. Thank you. Where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram at sgreeny0310. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of Comic-Con. Thank 
you, you too. And we're at the Future Tech Live Lounge here at the Omni Hotel, across the street from the Sadia Convention Center. Um, this is day two of Comic-Con, but I probably should mention some of the stuff I did at the tail end of day one Comic-Con. Um, I did go to the Jack Ryan area outside the convention center, and essentially you get like free water, you get a free bag, you get a free water bottle, you get free ice cream and free uh, snacks, and I guess it isn't even like one per person. You can literally go back whenever you feel like it. So it's a good lounge area, but the whole purpose of that place also is there's a Jack Ryan escape room, which I wasn't able to get in, and it's a Jack Ryan VR experience thing where you're on VR goggles, but you're actually doing an obstacle course or at least a course in physically. Like you're going down, you're, going down a, you're getting a rappelled down from a, from a helicopter physically with the VR goggles or going down a zip line physically with VR goggles. So it's something that I would like to do, but they only allow 100 people per day. Um, same thing with most other places here, actually. There's a lot of RSVP stuff, so that's kind of interesting, if that's going to be a trend. But um, and then afterwards, I went over to Hall H again to check out the, um, what do you call that? Assassination Nation. It's just a new movie from the producers of, well, the Russo brothers, you know, the guys who did Avengers Infinity War. They produced this movie. It looks kind of trippy. It's a movie I've never heard of before. But, I mean, one of the part of the charm of Comic-Con is pretty much finding new properties. At least that's the whole purpose of it. And so it was kind of neat that I was able to check that out. In Hall H, even though Hall H was only like, I think, was only like 5% full. Because the panel before that was the Breaking Bad reunion, which I came in at the very tail end. And when that ended... Like 95% of everybody in whole age kind of left. So, but hey, I got to see something cool and new. So put that in the checkbox of things that I wanted to do in Comic-Con. And also an outside thing, put that in the checkbox. Whole age experience, put that in the checkbox. Going to a panel, well, put it in the checkbox. So I got to do all that stuff. But yeah, so that's day one. And then I pretty much went back to the trolley and went back home using Uber, which is something I, I think the last time I used Uber was last Comic-Con from last year. But yeah, there we go. That's uh, preview night and day one of Comic-Con. Now I'm experiencing day two. And I'm waiting in line for this VR lightsaber thing. So hopefully that's cool. All right, I'm over here at the Petco Park The Experience. And who am I with? The Grandmaster. <laughs> Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok. And who, are, who is your lovely lady over here? I'm his assistant, Stephanie. <laughs> so... What's the story with the, with the costume? Why did you choose this? Uh, because the Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorites and the Grandmaster suits him quite nicely. <laughs> Quick, do your best Jeff Goldblum impersonation. Ah, I pardon you from life. <laughs> now, I do have a question that I ask everybody here. Um, if you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? Oh my goodness, that's a very difficult question. Probably travel through time. That's a good question. That's a good answer, actually. That's a good answer. So Infinity Gauntlet, if you didn't know, Grandmaster, gives you the powers to do whatever you want, any wish you want. What would you? Oh, what is the I, first I, thing you would do? Oh, I love how, um, um, uh, what's his name? No, the, the other guy that, uh, Cumberbatch. Oh, uh, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, how he, like, has people drop through, drop 
through the holes into different dimensions. Different dimensions and all of that kind of thing. I think that's really cool. So you want to have that power? Yes. Oh, uh, absolutely. That way I can make you just poop and be over there, you know? And I could go over there. <laughs> awesome. Is there any place that people can find you online? Unfortunately yes. not. Yes. No, I, don't, I don't have any Instagram. Not that's public. No, but you have sassy staff, whatever. Oh, yeah. If you look me up um, on Etsy, I'm uh, the Sassy Principesa. And I've got a couple things out there, so feel free to check them out. Sounds good. Enjoy the rest of Comic Con. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very you. much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, Albert's back here. Uh, it is day two still here at Comic Con as I'm recording this. And wow, day two turned out to be a pretty spectacular day. It started out questionable as in like, I'm not sure what we're going to do because the Ready Player One line was too long. But uh, after we did the VR thing from what I said last, the, the whole AR Jedi lightsaber thing, which is cool. We also did an Overwatch 360 degrees kind of video thing and I was pretty sweet actually. We got some uh, Deadpool 2 uh, swag with like the little jelly bean hand thing that he has plus some 7-Eleven slushy cups and whatnot. But yeah, it, it's all pretty awesome so far. And then from that point on, we kind of just roamed outside. As I'm recording this, I haven't even stepped into the exhibit hall at all. I mean, after all, I already went through the whole thing. But anyway, so yeah, so I didn't even step into the exhibit hall. We did everything we could outside. We went over to the experience, as they call it, over by the parking lot of uh, Petco Park. Um, what we did there was essentially just fluff. You know, you got expensive ice cream there. Uh, there was an escape room there. We didn't do that. There was a cloak, there was a cloak and dagger thing with some uh, uh, bungee cord with a pulling thing. Um, photo ops for Ghostbusters, you know, just the typical stuff in that area. And then from that point on, we went over to uh, Six and Island, where Dell was doing a promotion of about their new laptop. And what it is is a promotion with Ant-Man and the Wasp, actually. So the laptop is gigantic. If you haven't seen my Instagram yet, check out my Instagram because it has it has me playing uh, a game on that giant laptop, and it, it was pretty awesome actually. We didn't even wait that long either. It was maybe 20 minutes at most. And then we decided to pretty much roam around the place. We end up with um, South Park thing, but escape room, too long. Walking Dead uh, experience, uh, too long. Uh, we did go to the, uh, back into Hall H for the rest of the day there. We got, let's see, the first one was for Glass. M. Night Shyamalan was there. Uh, Samuel Jackson was there, Bruce Willis was there, so, so they had a, a good amount of uh, presence for, for, to promote the movie. They showed clips from it, and that, that, was, that was great. Uh, oh, Anya Taylor-Joy was also in the cast as well as Paula, what's her name again? Oh, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Paula. Sarah Paulson. Yeah, she was there too. And then apparently that was just the beginning of what would end up becoming like a really phenomenal Town Hall H. Halloween was there to do. They were promoting it. Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown apparently is pretty awesome as a moderator. I really like her a lot. And then of course Jamie Lee Curtis was on the thing. My God, go to YouTube, Google Jamie Lee Curtis for the Comic Con Halloween panel because she had fantastic monologue. She pretty much won Comic Con for a lot of people from what she had to say in that panel. Not only that, but there was a Q&A guy that showed up and told her how much of an impact she did. She affected him, saved, saved his life 
literally. And it was actually a pretty emotional moment. And to be honest, I'm, like I said, I'm an emotional guy. I, I, I kind of teared up, actually. So yeah, it, it was fantastic. And Halloween looks spectacular. They showed a clip of it. It was a one-tracking shot clip. Kind of similar to, uh, not similar, but kind of like a trend. There's another one-tracking shot one tracking shot clip from uh, the movie yesterday, uh, Assassination Nation, and here's another one. So that's that's a neat co coincidence. But yeah, Halloween. It looks great. If you had any doubts about it, don't have doubts. It, it looks it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. And then afterwards, they had uh, Bumblebee. So at this point on, you know, everybody is pretty much kind of down on Transformers movies because of Michael Bay. But uh, Bumblebee. Whatever, whatever reason, this panel won me over. Started off with, you've got the touch. You've got the power. Stan Bush. Stan Bush was actually there and performed live on stage. The most, his most iconic uh, song from Transformers the movie. Transformers the animated movie from the 80s. And then from that point on, they had, they had the cast and the director there. Um, uh, Fred, Travis Knight, which I didn't know came from the Leica, Leica brand. So he's an experienced guy with, with, with uh, this kind of storytelling. Uh, Haley Seinfeld was there. And uh, you got other, other cast members like um, uh, George uh, Lindeborg Jr. And then suddenly, suddenly, out of nowhere, comes John Cena. So he made, a, he made a nice entrance. And man, John Cena is so entertaining to watch. And a lot of the Q&A kind of revolve around John Cena as well. But yeah, it's fantastic. And then, and then if that wasn't enough, uh, Peter Collins shows up at the Q&A as a surprise and does his Optimus Prime joke. Uh, uh, well, impressionation. And, uh, well, impressionation, he is Optimus Prime. So yeah, Optimus Prime showed up and asked them a question if Optimus Prime is going to have his own movie. And yeah, it, it, it was fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know how it happened, but yeah, Bumblebee made me super, really excited to go watch a Transformers movie. Somehow, it made us forget that there were previous Transformers live-action movies and it feels like this is the first Transformers movie that we actually are getting. So fantastic. And then I was going to stick around for the Sony Spider-Verse uh, and Venom panel, but I needed to go check out Ralph Garman. I needed to go see him. Uh, Garmy Strong, you know, four-star general here for the Ralph Report. And yeah, I met up with Ralph Garman, and I'm going to go ahead and play you the interview I had with Ralph Garman. Here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. I pretty much just have three questions. All right, no worries. I'm over here at San Diego Comic Con, and I am with the man behind the voice, the anger and geek put together, personified, Mr. Ralph Garvin. How is it going? Angry and geek? What are you talking about, man? I'm so angry at you right now. No, See, if Lewis... thanks for having me. No, no problem. If Louis Black was more angry, I guess he could take that crown, but no, it's all yours, man. It's all yours. Louis Black is one of my favorite comedians. Unbelievable that no people don't love him. Now, we are in Comic-Con. What is one of your most memorable experiences or memories about Comic-Con? Uh, my late friend Adam West was here at many Comic-Cons, and I got one chance. Jeez, I don't know. Three years ago, we were here together, and I was hanging backstage with him, and uh, I just remember him telling me, I asked him, Did, could you ever imagine, at this point it had been, I don't know, 45 years since uh, the Batman show had aired, he said, did you ever imagine when it was going on that this, that this legacy, that this, that this project that you were working on 
would still have this much life in it, that people would still love it so much, that would still want to talk to you about it. And he said, no, I didn't, Ralph. And if I had, I would have asked for more money. <laughs> and that always made me laugh when I thought about that. So, uh, yeah, when I, think of, when I think of Comic-Con, I largely think of Adam because, um, you know, when, my whole introduction to the world of comic books and superheroes and nerddom and all that stuff came from him. So I, I think about him every time I'm down here. He was actually my first Batman. My, my dad took me when I was like five or six years old to a movie and we saw the Batman, the movie. That was my first exposure to Batman. To many of us, he was our first Batman. If you, were, if you got into this as a kid of a certain generation, uh, you, you remembered watching either the movie, like you said, or the reruns on television. And before there was so many great comic book and superhero programs now on television to watch and movies, there was only, there was George Reeves' Superman and there was Adam West's Batman and, and maybe Lou Ferrigno as the Incredible Hulk, but that was it for, for folks like us who loved superheroes and wanted to watch them on television. That's all we had. Now, as a fellow podcaster, what's the most frustrating thing about podcasting? You know, for me, um, it only happens with my show, The Ralph Report, that I do now, my solo show. It doesn't happen so much with the Kevin Smith show I do, Hollywood Babylon, because that's a live show, and we record it live, and we pretty much put it up as live. But The Ralph Report is very much a produced show that has music and sound effects, and um, it, for me, the frustrating part has been the technical aspect of it. I was never very much an audio technician, and now I'm having to learn how to do more and more of that. So I have a lot more respect for the technical aspect of audio than I ever did as a performer. I remember the, the thing where you had an interview and you didn't get the recording because you forgot to press record. That's happened to me, and yes, you're right. It's frustrating. I've done it twice now. I, one, I lost, I lost a complete interview because of uh, batteries that went dead in my recorder. I lost another interview because the microphone settings were way off accidentally and the, the sound was so distorted it was unusable. So I have learned the hard way how to uh, be a better and better technician, but I have endless respect for t audio techs. It is a learning process. Now I'm asking this to everybody here at Comic-Con. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what would be the first thing you do? Get rid of Bieber, Justin Bieber. I would just snap my fingers and make Bieber go away. Maybe Taylor Swift too. Maybe Tadoff Switler and Justin Bieber would both go away. That'd be my first finger snap. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Ralph. Enjoy the rest of Comic-Con. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Make sure to listen to The Ralph Report at patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. I'm here at the lobby of Comic-Con and I'm with the Silver Server. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Welcome to Comic-Con 2018, Saturday. Wow, it's been a long week already. It has, it totally has. Now, question here is, uh, Silver Ink, how long did that take? I actually, you know what, I've done this for three years now and I've got it down to a science, so it only takes about two, two and a half hours to get ready, which a lot of people go two, two and a half hours, it's a long time, but some makeups will take five, six hours plus to do, so that's not too bad. What is the material for that? Uh, this is actually Mayron Metallic Powder. It's an incredible product, it's not cheap, but you get what you pay for it. And that's what I always say about anyone that wants to do cosplay, don't cheap out on cheap materials uh, because you're gonna make up for it on the application and at the end of the day, the takeoff as well. How do you sweat in this? <laughs> oh, it's actually made just for wearing full body from, from head to toe. Uh, so you can sweat, it breathes fine. Uh, you definitely don't wanna do this like a latex or a Pax paint because uh, you can kill yourself. Uh, so you want to make sure you've got the right material for this. Uh, but you can see if you want to feel it, uh, it feels just like skin and it breathes just fine. It's nice and cool, especially on a 
80-degree day. Now I got a question for you. I'm asking this to everybody here. Uh -huh. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? Even if I, I didn't, I don't need the Infinity Gauntlet. No. <laughs> I'm the Silver Surfer. I'm the Herald. I work for the baddest superhero. I shouldn't even say superhero, but bad superhero. I mean, if, if Galactus was in Infinity Wars, it would last a five-minute movie. I mean, we, we destroy planets. Us, Darth Vader, we belong to this special cl club of planet destroyers. Awesome. <laughs> Where can people find you online? Uh, you know what? You can look at Cosplay Todd uh, on Facebook and uh, on Instagram. It's Live Long and Cosplay. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of the show. Right on. You too. I'm here outside here at Comic-Con, but I'm here with Kevin Ryder from the Kevin and Bean Show. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? Doing all right. Sweaty, tired, but you know how it is. <laughs> you have sound effects, both of you. Oh, you're going to blow my mics. So, uh, what is the most craziest thing you saw this weekend? So the most what? Craziest? Yeah. What's the craziest thing we saw this weekend? Dave's poop. Dave's poop. I, I don't believe that. There's got to be things more crazier than that. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just it's general craziness. There's a thousand people in every five feet. So well, when you say a thousand, you mean like two hundred thousand? Two hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> that was an inaccurate count. All right. So you watched Avengers: Infinity War, correct? Yes. Yes. yes of course. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what is the first thing you would do? That's a great question. Um, I wouldn't make everyone, half the people disappear, I'll tell you that. That would not be what I would do with it, but I don't know. What about you? Me, I will have more more wishes, but I already have the Infinity Gauntlet. I can do whatever I want, yeah, right? True. But yeah, so I, I will be like a cuter, handsome guy that everybody will like, I guess. I mean, honestly, that's probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for your time. You're Enjoy welcome. the rest of the show. You're welcome. Have fun. Listen to the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right, so I'm recording this at the tail end of day three, which is a little bit different than day two. Day two ended with us going to uh, Brew 30 at the Manchester Hyatt, uh, eating like this incredible Hulk burger kind of thing and all that jazz. It was, it was good stuff. It was good stuff to end day two. Day three ended a little bit weird for me because um, Saturday, while it's considered the most busiest day for everybody's Comic-Con, this year for me, Saturday is actually my relaxing day. Last year was Friday. This year is Saturday, which is weird because, like I said, it's supposed to be the most busiest day. I took my time to get to Comic-Con for Saturday, for day three. Um, I didn't get there till almost noon, practically. No, I take it back. I didn't get there till 1 o'clock, actually. Um, I only had maybe a handful, less than a handful of panels I wanted to do. And uh, one of my goals was to head over to the Legion M a lounge area by Seaport Village. So I did that. Um, I did that and met Michael Rooker. Michael, Michael Rooker was over there, so I t had a quick picture with him. Uh, from that point on, I pretty much just went and did the, the panels in Hall H that I kind of wanted to do. Uh, EW's Women That Kicks Ass. That was fun. Um, it had, it's, the, I guess, the second live appearance of the new doctor, Jody Whitaker. Uh, Chloe Bennett was also in the panel. Uh, Regina King. Uh, Amanda, I forget her last name, sorry, and um, and the other one, for, the other Camille something something from Riverdale. Sorry, I didn't get all the names properly down, but that, that was that was a good panel. I mean, it is essentially they're talking about like uh, them as actresses, 
working in a very male male uh, field industry. Very informative for people who don't know, but people who've seen this panel kind of knew what to expect, but it was still a good panel. After that, I went over to uh, the Indigo Ballroom to check out a preview of this new sci-fi show that comes out in 2019 called Deadly Class, which is based on a graphic novel. That was kind of cool. They showed like the first 15 minutes of the, of the first episode, and it is interesting. They definitely want to see it. It has Benedict Wong from Doctor Strange and Avengers Infinity War, so that in itself is incentive to check it out, I guess. But but yeah, it was cool. I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out next year. But that was Deadly Class. And then from that point on, I went back, head over to Hall H again uh, for Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith pretty much had... Um, Generally typical Hall H thing where he talks a lot. As people know, Kevin Smith talks a lot. So what was cool was that uh, Comic-Con actually gave him the Inkpot Award, which is Comic-Con's version of awarding people that they feel that needs to be awarded. So they gave one for Kevin Smith, which is, I thought was really nice. And then from that point on, um, while they were sh- while he was showing Hollyweed, which is this uh, TV series that he wants to get up and going, I went. I went ahead. Up, went upstairs and uh, checked out the Grand Geek Gatherings uh, panel, unnecessary debates, uh, which was cool. I mean, if you from if you're familiar with the um, with the previous episodes, uh, we did. I did showcase some of that audio thing. I was in the very first unnecessary debates. Uh, I was in the previous one where I didn't win, but yeah, he had a, he had a great a great cast. Uh, on stage uh, much better than me because they're a lot funnier than me <laughs> but yeah it, it was a good panel they had some pretty funny questions new questions he promised new questions he, we got new questions so uh, new new debate topics at least and um it was fun it was a very fun time uh i, I think i believe at the end of the panel somebody even told tyler like hey this is the funniest panel i've ever been to in this comic con so that's high praise right there man but yeah and that was it I was done. And there you go. That was uh, day three for, for Sandeo Comic Con. Just got one more day left. Um, I haven't stepped on the exhibit hall since day one and preview night. So uh, day four, I'm definitely going to step on. And I'm also going to have my interview with David Glancer. Um, but you're going to have to catch all that on the Stuff and Junk show. So yeah, so this is it. This is a wrap for Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. Uh, watch... Listen to the rest of the coverage and my final reactions of Comic-Con at the Stuff and Junk show. So check that out. And I thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. If you want to send comments, send it to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com or via our Facebook page or through the website even. Uh, if you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support and find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at thewhyaccess.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwearswhy.com, as well as the show notes. So once again, do check out the uh, the latest episode or the next episode of the Stuff and Junk show. It should be released a day after this episode is released officially. So if you're listening to this later on, it's already over there. So um, take a look. It will be titled Sunday Comic Con, so it should be pretty obvious. So yeah, take a listen to that one. It will have my final thoughts on uh, Comic-Con this year, 2018, as well as the interview with David Glancer, which is the uh, Chief Communication uh, Strategy Officer. Did I get that right? Of Comic-Con. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for listening.